0: Welcome to the Media Cat Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pigger, editor at the magazine. Uh, And for today's pod, I have with me Jade Tomlin. Uh, Jade is Group Creative Director at AKQA, uh, previously Creative Director at Tribal Worldwide London. Uh, Jade was one of Campaign Magazine's Faces to Watch in 2009, one of Campaign and Creative Equals 30 Future Female Leaders in 2017, and one of the DOTS 100 Trailblazers for women and non-binary talent in 2020. Welcome, Jade.
1: Thank you. Yes. Uh, pleasure to be
0: here. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I haven't spoken to you in uh, ages now, quite a few years probably. Um, so uh, yeah, it's good to catch up again. This is my version of catching up with people this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, likewise. That's really nice.
0: So I, I wanted to, um, the, theme, the theme of the uh, magazine this month is um, side quests. Uh, so sort of how much of life goes according to plan, should it, um, how much of life happens when we're making other plans, uh, and what gems can be found in life's side quests where do you stand on that kind of stuff? You know, do you do you love a side quest or a side hustle? Or uh, do you like to find those kind of gems? Or do you like to, you know, eyes on the main prize? What's your sort of take?
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting one. I think I kind of, uh, yeah, I'm a sort of big believer in, you know, things that you put out into the universe, like that energy comes back. And so I think um, it's nice to have things in your mind, maybe not like, I don't sort of plan things to scrutiny. I imagine most creative people are <laughs> in the similar uh, similar way, but I think there's definitely things that are kind of like in the back of your mind and you kind of thrive uh, thrive for. And then I think at key moments, um, whether it, I think it actually probably grows out of moments of frustration on something, then the side quests sneak in and you're kind of like, right. I want this type of thing to happen and then that's when I feel myself like my energy gets pulled into um maybe unusual smaller spaces that to me are more interesting um so yeah a bit of a combination I think
0: Mm. do you think it's like so is that like is that still like doing the main the main quest whatever it is like you know in life or in work or um or when you when you say sort of say a side quest do you do you mean like it's completely I guess I mean it's completely different thing but sometimes a side quest can complement the main quest I suppose I'm speaking in like riddles here I swear but you get what <laughs> I'm saying
1: yeah like I mean sometimes like for example we'll have um a big account like maybe it's off the back of a pitch when we're running at two massive kind of uh product campaigns or you know launch campaigns and then you're sort of like what else what more could we be doing and then i think that's where we might be be a bit more proactive and and pitch uh different kind of ideas and things to to our clients um so it's very much kind of keeping the the bigger thing going but it's almost like what else can we can we do to to get ourselves excited and do the type of work that we want to see in the world.
0: Mm. I mean, I'm suddenly thinking of, um, uh, the, the guys like David Taylor at the brand gym, where they, you know, talk about kind of extending and growing the core of businesses. Um, so it's sort of a similar kind of thing, right? Like not doing something that's completely, uh, out there and off the wall. I mean, maybe, but like, you know, if you're pitching things to clients, it's kind of like, um, I assume a logical extension of whatever thing it, thing it is that you're supposed to be doing with them, rather than going, "Hey, let's just do this wacky abstract thing." Or, or I mean, does that occur much the, the the wacky abstract thing, or is that just never going to cut it?
1: Uh, I think sometimes I think it's how how strong the relationship is and how brave the client is. I think if I feel like this client can handle it and they actually might do something with it, then if, yeah, myself or the teams are coming up with stuff that is, you know, we want to do something that is, you know, an innovation first or we actually want to do something with NFTs uh, and I feel like it's not going to scare the client off or or offend them, you know, things like scopes creep. I didn't, <laughs> didn't even realise that is like an actual thing, like that clients can be offended if you give them too much. But um, yeah, as long as it, and, you know, somewhere like AKQA, like a lot of clients come to the agency for that additional thinking and and to be pushed out of their comfort zone um so yeah i think sometimes we do yeah go a little bit into the unknown i would say
0: Is it kind of rare, though, like, you know, when people go, oh, really push me in, you know, out of my comfort zone, like, um, I don't know, a client giving a brief or a boss or anyone, like, do they really mean it? I don't think they really mean it that much half the time. You know, I think their version of out the comfort zone is not what some of us like to think out the comfort zone is, you know, like really far out the comfort zone.
1: Yeah, I think so, like a lot of the time. But yeah, now and again, you do get these sort of like brave clients that that want to do something and and uh whether it's to make the industry a bit more interesting make things better or um you know sometimes it's it's to to get a promotion but (laughs) either way if it's going to lead to uh, great creative work I think um yeah agencies and studios would be smart to kind of follow you know be spend more time with those types of people
0: Mm. I mean, so uh, I guess returning slightly to the the the, the side quest mm-hmm. thing specifically, like, um, I, I know I'm really hung up on it this month, but, you know, it is it's the theme, theme of the month, month of the magazine. Um, yeah. How do you think, like, m- many of us are particularly good at making plans? Like humans, you, I mean, yourself, people, you know, like, are they, is it better to make a loose plan and then sort of keep an eye out for side quests? Because, you know, your plan's a bit crap and, and you know, chances are that you know, something else is actually going to excite you along the way, but you kind of got to make some kind of plan or you're just never going to do anything. I mean, is that how humans work or is that just how I work? I don't
1: know. Yeah. I I think you, you need something, right? I feel like like for me, a lot of the time it, my plan sits like on the horizon um, and that's quite, quite exciting because it means that you've always got a sense of a direction of travel or a North star um it's almost like yeah a plan as in a bit of a a vision and then I think in terms of how you get there a lot of the time particularly in agency life like you you kind of need to be a bit uh flexible and dynamic so I think if you have it too you know logically laid out that can be quite difficult Uh, that's just yeah from my own experience anyway
0: yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking like a few people have, have written stuff uh, recently for us for the magazine and talked about more just having a goal almost and and like anything that resembles any kind of actual plan is just sort of, it just sort of gets in the way, um, creates stress and things like that. Um, I mean, do, do you guys, do, do you find that sort of, you know, throughout your career, it's like almost, is it almost easier just to have a goal and then just sort of vaguely figure it out as you go?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it, that, that breeds in like sort of the exciting things on the on the sides that you didn't didn't see uh, coming through like one example um, you know massive side quest for me would have been Creative Adventures which was uh, a side hustle that I worked on uh, from 2015 and it led to where it started off being kind of like a journal series like a magazine but I also did workshops and a lot of people don't know but that funded a lot of uh, the magazine getting up and running at the beginning Um, but you know at the end of one of the workshops that I did at Soho House this entrepreneur put up their hand and said hey will you come and do this workshop in Barcelona and I was just like sure (laughs) and you know there's no plan to do that but then going getting on the plane like free trip to Barcelona, talking about the magazine, talking about the entrepreneurs that I was meeting and writing about. Then I met even more interesting um, modern founders, which led to more interesting editorial and and things kind of just snowballed, I suppose. Um, And I think they wouldn't have happened if I'd, I don't know, started Creative Ventures and had a very um, vigorous uh, business plan. But you know that particular side quest it wasn't about um being I didn't have any sort of like commercial targets with it it was like a, a purely creative indulgent experience and um I think sometimes when you do that you end up having really really uh, lovely memories and experiences to look back on and a, and a really fun team actually we built a fun team around it
0: it was mean, it just made me think of um uh, momentum actually like as in like um you know i think uh, i don't know like it's almost like saying side quests to just kind of i hate, i hate throwing out those buzz buzzwords but you know the people that like to describe themselves as curious and rest, restless and all that sort of stuff um but it is a bit like that where if you're maybe doing lots of side quests or you're 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 kind of constantly like trying things and putting yourself out there and doing random stuff then encounters kind of happen so you, you might not necessarily like you say have a goal for that kind of thing you just you just kind of go well i'm I, I wanted to do this thing and i did this thing and then a talk happened and then someone said come to barcelona so i went and then this happened and um yes. sort of reminds me a movie sometimes where you're like oh well the, the main character didn't really have a goal but like like things just kept happening to them and they were just sort of barreling along for the ride sort of thing
1: yeah and i mean i must admit you know at that particular point in my career like what I was doing I wasn't asked to be doing anything further they almost wanted me to continue and therefore I I had like all this extra energy all this extra creative energy so it was like you know I needed to use it and I didn't have a particular plan how I just wanted to you know give myself the chance to have that creative expression and I think you know a lot of I, I had, uh, you know, a couple of panel discussions that I got invited to do around side quests, side hustles during that time, and there was, um, you know, a couple of CDs who were quite sort of like against like that belief and sort of said no, it should be, you know, the work in the agency and blah 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 blah. And I think it's true. Like obviously that is a massively important element, but there there comes a time where not everyone is on like the most incredible briefs not everyone is on that project that everyone wants to work on and you might be on an account where you're kind of like i need more but the agency needs me on this account and i think you know for those people um i think yeah go for it do what will make your soul sing um if yeah, if you're a writer and you have a novel or even I mean many copywriters actually who are great illustrators or um you know there's a lot of cross pollination or uh motion designers who can write great short films. Um and I think yeah, sometimes you need to kind of push yourself to to do those things and it usually, like I say, yeah, ends up with a great experience or fulfilled you creatively, which I think is so important
0: mm, it makes me think of um uh my uh my partner has been reading a lot of like ya fantasy kind of novels of, of late and um uh it just puts me in mind of that kind of uh, stuff in terms of uh creative people having like uh i don't know like wild magic or chaos magic or something like that like uh, i kind of think there's an element of chaos to any kind of creative person and if you sort of stick them in a bit of a box or say oh you're just working on these things and do nothing else think about nothing else that's not really how they work like mm-hmm. they're supposed to be bouncing around like a pinball a little bit and going oh shiny thing and running off you know like but that's that's why you employed them isn't it <laughs> surely
1: yeah definitely
0: i know, probably yeah exactly I don't need to convince you it's like singing from the any creative person right is not going to go yes I love conformity and doing doing the same thing day in and day out like it's not really that's not really how it works is it it's like I don't know I just I, when you, you know when you said about sort of um, the 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 magazine and the talk etc. When was this? Was this before pandemic times?
1: It was actually yeah. It was 2015 when there was a lot of talk of there is going to be a recession. What's going to happen and all this sort of stuff. Um, and I, I just thought there's so many incredibly brave entrepreneurs um, going out there you know, launching products, incredible like interesting services. And I was like, I want to tell their stories um because I think they're massively valuable.
0: Mm. Um I, I guess the reason I was asking was like um in the last uh well I guess three years or so with the um with with the pandemic um for you has that has that sort of thrown up like a or or maybe that you've seen is it has it thrown up a lot of side quests in terms of uh Things that you've been working on, you know, a lot of companies now are sort of told to told or they have to act like startups and kind of you know pivot and do random things to kind of survive, like and and do different stuff. I mean, have you encountered that particularly much?
1: Um, If I'm honest, not not so much since the pandemic. But bear in mind, like I started um, AKQA at the during the pandemic, actually, yeah. So I kind of have met my whole team and teams and teams of teams remotely <laughs> or through teams <laughs> i should have said <laughs> um so yeah and and you know i think at, yeah without putting titles and labels on things but like the more scene you go the more accountable you are to you know bring in business to service like clients at very very high level and i think you you have to um stay focused I think that's probably my biggest thing uh but again I'd say probably not without a major plan um but like a a level of yeah serious focus (laughs) so yeah I think um not so much able to to push on the side quest but having said that each year i've put together a proactive brief deck for the department so we'll do another one in january uh where we have briefs based on existing clients and um yeah clients of the future as well as akqa studio and so any point throughout the year i'm giving away all the secrets now aren't i um (laughs) but yeah the team can can uh yeah pitch pitch something Uh, and if they pitch it to ACD or creative director who's on that account then that person can take it forward Um, which I think yeah is sort of a lovely lovely thing so but yeah there is element of side quest that I'd say um, junior to mid senior creatives and designers can hop on at any point.
0: It's it's sort of start of year is kind of a a fruitful time to be a creative person in, in the sort of marketing and advertising world, because I guess the end of the year, a lot of you guys get really busy with kind of end of year, using up the budget projects, last minute projects from clients, et cetera. Um, and then I don't know, there must be hundreds of Christmas parties then and all that sort of stuff and kind of going, oh God, the year's over. And then I don't know, do you, is it a case of chilling and then January it's kind of all the ideas come again or I don't know, how does it, does it work like that? Would you say?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of creative people ha- hold a very high benchmark for themselves. And so I reckon a lot of them, yeah, like you say, sort of a tornado into the end of the year, mixed with finishing off projects as well as... Um, you know yeah parties and things and then there's that moment of downtime probably some reflection if there probably a lot of people will reflect on the year, and be like oh what happened to that project or oh, I was supposed to do that with that client or that was great but then what else did I do and then I think you come back in January you're like right <laughs> I'm gonna make some waves um this is the year um and yeah we at AKQA we do a lot of uh yeah there's quite a few fun mantras that i really enjoy like things like you're only as good as your last piece like the next pieces are will be the next uh masterpiece for ourselves and and that sort of thing so yeah i think um a lot of people will be fueled up in the new year
0: oh that's good good stuff 2023 what's it gonna be like god knows
1: (laughs) well yeah it's gonna need it right i mean this is the thing know everyone's feeling the pinch but i think cmos in particular and marketing teams hearing that their budgets are going to be cut it's going to be across the board so yeah and probably slim slimming down of of agencies and how do you make sure that your agency is the one that isn't knocked off the roster it's Mm. only going to come through hard work really
0: yeah it's kind of the age of scrapping for everything at the moment it feels like um and and also like i guess like on a on a sort of personal level like affecting kind of career stuff like you know you you you've become a mum in recent years um i wonder how that's uh, how, that, that sort of impacted your um, your uh, ability to plan and and uh, get excited by side quests or you know the parents basically just have to make a plan and then throw it out the window 30 seconds later when a kid does something is that is that, <laughs> how, is that how it goes because i'm not a parent and i do not intend to be
1: yeah it's a really good point i think um a lot yeah there's a lot of planning that happens and some of it is required like we we've got a toddler who's two and a half and a seven month old so the seven month month a seven month old obviously needs things like milk on time sleep on time that planning we're pretty good at sticking to toddler's lunch doesn't really happen because uh most people know it's really difficult to feed children (laughs) um change their mind all the time or just don't want to eat this that the other uh but in terms of like the work-life balance um it's it's not not been too crazy I mean there's obviously elements where you kind of like feel you get knocked off your axis but I think you just have to be very forgiving and patient with yourself and and realize that you're not going to be able to be a thousand miles per hour at any given point you want um and and I know yeah anyone who's listening that wants to become a parent or is a parent and juggling with that I would say like you know just really honor your five to seven like that period of time when the kids come home and it's bath it's bed it's stories because those years are so precious and then once they're older they're just going to be like they're not going to you know care as much but uh yeah you just have this short window of time where you just want to be there with them and, and nurture them and and have that yeah that uh special bond I suppose
0: yeah I guess uh, I guess that's it's kind of um put into sharp focus for a lot of people with the pandemic working from home maybe sort of seeing their kids a lot more than they perhaps would have in the past um but it's kind of changed the dynamic of a lot of things um I know it's completely different but um I found working from home the last few years, like going for like walks in nature and stuff, and just really noticing the changing and the turning of the seasons, way more than I ever used to. And I was like, "Oh, look at look at all this specific stuff with the autumn or whatever it is, or the spring." And I was like, "I I, I would notice this surely in in the past, but then I was thinking I would never have been in nature this much, this regularly. Um, it's such a simple thing, but yeah. Anyway." Going, 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 that's another one of my side quests, just banging on about nature and uh, buying plants. That's what, I, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> I, I know we've only got a few minutes left, so I, I just want to sort of wrap up with a, a few questions that I have left. But um, one of them I wanted to ask around kind of uh, exciting and thought provoking marketing um, that uh, you may have seen in recent years that you thought there's no way that could have been the main thing that they were supposed to be doing. Um, that's got to be a side quest, right? I wondered, you know, does a lot of this go on? Um, you know, you see brands like capitalizing on movements or trends or something in pop culture. And and as a person in the industry, are you looking at it and kind of trying to see behind the curtain and sort of say, I reckon they just sort of jumped on that or made that up? I mean, have you seen many examples of that?
1: I think there's a, there's a few things. And I think sometimes when when rushed, it can feel disingenuous and inauthentic. Um, but there is like a real need for the industry to get closer to culture and so if it is kind of um, an attempt to to actually be part of the upswell of what people are actually talking about or caring about then maybe it's worth a punt and I'm kind of all right with it and I do, it do, yeah it doesn't offend me too much because I feel like it's a road to a better output for the industry, perhaps in some cases. Yeah.
0: I guess, maybe is it maybe just the, the whole sort of be first or be best if, you, if you're going to do it, if you're going to get involved in that sort of thing? Because otherwise it's just like everyone, then you get criticised otherwise of like, oh, you're just jumping on the bandwagon and you didn't really give it any thought kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but it's super tricky because like, you know, a lot of the innovation style things, it's its things that, you know, people hope are gonna be there for the long term. Like if we think about like blockchain, NFTs, these are all new systematic things that we want to exist. And brands have the power and, uh, you know, on a good day, the budget to start them being implemented. Um, so whilst like, you know, creative team will be absolutely gunning it, you know, for a be first moment, But if they, you know, make something happen and the brand is not kind of shaken off the axis and they're they're kind of comfortable with it, then it's like, okay, well, we've built the system. We can do it again and again, and we can make it better and we can iterate off it. Um, You know, AKQA have done a hell hell of a lot of work with Nike and things like Nike Plus, like the first edition. It was, you know, fairly basic, but then it was like, how do we get athletes involved in order to help motivate people that would be a great use oh people love also listening to music well how do we integrate that and it's just like building and evolving um so yeah i think there will be a, a an element of awkwardness of oh gosh that was like yeah jumped on the bandwagon a bit but i hope that some of these initiatives that we'll probably see more of next year start a bigger yeah, a better road basically for for the industry.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, it's uh, one to watch, I suppose. Yeah, I'm very curious about blockchain because I really don't understand it. So it, it's taken me about a year to 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 possibly understand NFTs. I don't know if I still don't quite get those half the time. But um, yeah. uh, I d- I just want to finish off with kind of um, whether asking you whether you have any uh, interesting side quests on the go lately. Um, I know you, you sort of mentioned things that you, you were doing before, sort of. The, the magazines and the journal series etc like is, is that still going are you doing any any new weird stuff what's, what's going on with you
1: yeah I think it's nice when you kind of do your own thing because you can do it at your own pace and there and there really are no rules so uh when I took the job at AKQA I knew it was going to be all consuming and I had to kind of almost pause creative adventures for a little bit um, but I've always said that I will be doing another issue and it will be on nature. When? I'm not sure. <laughs> I imagine when the kids are a little bit older, but that that will definitely be a patch where, um, yeah, I'd want to pick that up and and do that again. There's a couple of things within the agency. There's, uh, yeah, wouldn't be able to kind of share too much, but uh, some teams have brought some proactive ideas, and I feel, you know, as passionate about them to try and yeah get them to see the light of day so there's kind of yeah little projects um that I'll be keen to kind of push in in 2023 as well
0: okay so it's a, a sort of a watch this space and uh I will we'll be we'll put some link links in the show notes to you know your socials etc so people can you know uh, keep an eye out for things that you do um and then yeah any sort of various projects or talks you want to point us towards we can uh, put those in too Um, but yeah, I think we're, we're more or less out of time. So, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you so much, Jade, for coming on the media cat magazine podcast.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me.